0: Hey, howdy, how's it going? How are you? Uh, This is the last time I'm going to create this intro type thing because um, it's kind of time-consuming and also I don't think, like, you don't need an intro anymore, I feel like, from me. Uh, I'm I'm trying, I'm going to, I'll sit that shit for the rest, actually. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Sounds good. Yes. I have on, uh, well i'm gonna start that over (laughs) oh my god it's one of those things where you overly think about it anyway i have on jess bryn we met in dc and she took care of us in this all ladies house and she was just always there to just helpful and having that in a let me make this full screen because it's too bright i just when someone mentioned that you there would be a house mom i was like Mm -hmm. wow that's a really amazing idea just to have someone to kind of, I don't know, you describe what you did actually, or say, thanks for having me on. And
1: Yeah, <laughs> thanks for having me on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, where's the, where else is the script? Uh, yeah, I think house mom is a good, is a good um, description. I think, um, you know, I come from a postpartum training background. So in that way, The mothers need to be mothered. You know, like new newborns um, also have new moms, and so part of postpartum care is to make sure the mother is nourished. And so that um, I kind of just apply that to activist spaces sometimes, where it's like the people organizing, the women um, doing the work, like all need to be fed and need to be nourished. That's just like a need of human beings, and especially women. um, I think feeding women is, like, one of the most honorable things you can do. Um, Yeah. It was great having you. That's what I did.
0: (laughs) It really did ease things up where we could focus on what the work we needed to do, and um, I I tried to make sure to thank you. I definitely saw all the work you did, and I was very thankful for it. And I'm like, oh, look at all these amazing herbs and teas. This tea is, like, dark as night. I was Mm -hmm. like, what is this? I think I've heard of nettle, but, man, just – I'm fascinated with it all like I I, I'm always interested in bettering my body and what you put on or in your body Mm -hmm. I was like look at these little droplets and whatnot which by the Mm -hmm. way I totally bought those which ones Uh, did you buy uh zinc and I couldn't get one that was just vitamin C but it was that same brand just because I I don't like to deviate from what I've known Mm -hmm. and tried But my husband's from Ukraine, and he tried it, and he was like, oh, yeah, this reminds me of the medicine I had growing up. And I was like, "Oh God. Yeah, like just that harsh, bittery, I don't know, just different countries, different things. Mm -hmm. So thank you for all the work you did. It was fantastic. Yeah, you're welcome. You too. Thanks. Thank you very much. Yeah. So did you want to start with the list that you had uh, at the beginning? (laughs) I I don't. Revealed
1: sure um we can just start with something and i'm sure it's hard because i feel like everything is like so interwoven and related so it's like where do you even begin I have wherever like, you
0: want um, I guess you go i don't even i'm not gonna i don't have to guide you you know what you're doing yeah
1: well i mean one thing that i i mean i don't know if i love talking about it but like rape culture it's just like profoundly mm-hmm. misunderstood i think and um uh, I think that's why I'm probably a radical feminist. Um, I guess we could start with like where, when I became a feminist.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's funny you had that on the, um, end of the list, which is, I was like, hmm, yeah,
1: see, it's like, where do you begin mm-hmm. really? Um, but I remember in middle school, I would, um, I was always the, had the little girl lecturing people about using the word bitch. <laughs> wow. I was like, You know, that word is inherently um, female because, you know, connotation is female and it's inherently, you know, portraying women as weak. So even if you're calling a man a bitch, you're just you're like disrespecting women and me. And I was careful never to say, like, don't say that word. But I was like, Mm. here's what happens in me when you say that, you know what I mean? Like, I have a reaction to you using the word bitch and it makes me feel disrespected as a woman. And so then I was known as this little girl and, 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 and onwards, um, just like, Oh, don't say bitch around Jessica. And like, I, But that's
0: incredible. The fact that you weren't like, you can't say that that was such a mature mindset. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming your parents raised you that way. That's incredible. That's so, so mature yeah well i also like i really
1: knew that i didn't like people telling me what to do you know what i mm-hmm. mean like i'm yeah. i'm a very <laughs> i was very like my parents learned early like oh don't try to tell her what to do because that that will just backfire um so and i i think i've always had that recognition of like if i want to be treated one way then i have to i have to treat people that way so it's Their interesting siblings? yeah i have two little brothers huh okay interesting. yeah and i'm i'm really proud of them and um their inquiries around what it is to be a man um what is it what it is to be a woman and I take a lot of pride in you know my role in that
0: <laughs> yeah role. Um,
1: so yeah I have two little brothers so I under I think I understand men pretty I mean as well as any woman can you know what I mean um yeah well
0: have you know siblings? yeah i just i was asking that because oh that's right
1: you were visiting your family recently. six
0: total including me Woo! but we just bickered a lot um yeah. and i don't think we my, me and my siblings would have that understanding of hey if i say this to them whatever it is they're not gonna like it because i don't like it i'm just like that mm-hmm. wasn't even in my wheelhouse growing up it was just that's like to me it to me it's a very mature thought because like, well because I learned that way later you know way after the fact um after all the basically the damage is done and like horrible mm-hmm. just not healthy I don't know if there's a healthy way to I, I guess there is you know there is to fight with siblings yeah just be like the forced kiss and make up and mm, mm. didn't really want to yeah. do it I don't I don't I'm not blaming I don't know how to parent I'm not I don't know what's yeah. right or wrong they they tried so but yeah it was just nasty fighting stuff it was just not fun
1: do you have sisters
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, one brother, one brother, and mm-hmm. five girls. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's something I really don't know about. Like having sisters, I, I had friends who had sisters, and the way sisters interacted and fought was like, I mean, I fought with my brothers. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, um, but yeah, the the sister fighting can get gnarly, mm-hmm. um, and. I think it's it's so sad like you know and that's i think that's a, a result of patriarchy absolutely like hmm. it's so sad that like sisterhood has been um so misrepresented and and demonized that you know i i i see those two things as related somehow mm-hmm. i don't know do you feel like does that yeah, resonate i for think you? um
0: yeah there's so much about becoming a feminist and mm-hmm. researching it and um all the horrifying stuff it's just oh yeah uh, I, haven't read. I mean nobody oh, teaches you this stuff uh yeah it's something you're like, yeah oh i know i figured that yeah. out pretty fast like well i don't know um yeah it's just i think that the patriarchal stuff is so um it's almost like invisible um mm-hmm. and it's so unfortunate because i'm like god it's complex and some people probably don't believe it still exists. I didn't think it existed still. I thought it was something that we like crushed or dominated back in the Mm -hmm. Mm sixties. I almost don't like using the word patriarchy because it does seem dated for some reason, but I'm like, no, it's just the way that women are bred to like think and act and don't never question it. And Mm -hmm. it's not like an obvious you act this way and do all this. It's really, It's, like, in every, yes, it's it's in every bit of a woman's and man's life. It's just the whole world. Uh, Yeah. It's fucking scary, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I think, you know, me and my sister's fighting and then just not finding a way to resolve it. And maybe my mom not being able to discover a way to help us out was also a part of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to describe, like, why it was like that. I don't know if I can describe it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's, like, that's, I think, such a frustrating part of, of patriarchy and rape culture it's just like sometimes rape doesn't look like rape and then it's like and then it's so confusing and then you know there's been plenty of times I've had sex where I'm like oh wait that like I didn't actually want to have sex and it's not clear that it's rape it's like exactly it's so sneaky and and this idea of proof um really makes me so mad because Mm. (laughs) there's no there's never proof you know exactly. there's rarely proof rarely does a woman get raped and then go
0: let me directly. make sure to put my uh phone yeah. like let me record you're okay with this right or you didn't see me like it's just what
1: yeah and so the law the law is just like created to protect mm-hmm. rapists and it makes me so angry and and people talk about proof well like we need to wait until he, it's proven and i'm like literally they're all of my rapists like none of it will ever be proven in in law i've tried i've tried to go to the the police for a few of them and it's like it's impossible it's impossible to for there to be any proof so every time like proof the word proof i fucking hate it i hate it so much um yeah and there never there never is enough you know
0: no it's like why can't you just take it at what I'm saying, like, what what kills me about it is like, you really fucking think that I'm that crazy yeah. or desperate or it, 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 those don't connect to me? You think yeah. I would throw myself out there and like, whether or not it's public, because mine was the whole gaming Me Too shit. I was raped by a Ubisoft employee. I will say that till the day I die. Mm-hmm. I didn't use I didn't use to call it rape because I didn't mm-hmm. see it as rape, and then. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until my therapist started uh, unraveling it for me and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Cause it's just... I feel like, by oh God, maybe even the way that it's portrayed in movies is also a way to... Yes. Be like, it always looks like this. It's totally. never really... Oh, God. It's so... Mine was uh, super... I never... Whatever. I was just like, I said no repeatedly.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: rape. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it... How, what details were involved. That's like... That's what rape is, and it's so funny Mm -hmm. how I just maybe I just didn't want to admit to myself that somebody got to me. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even finish
0: my sentence. Of like, I'm sorry, I don't think I did. Just like, what woman would? I kind of said it, but what woman would like make that public or say that out loud in any capacity? Like, there's so much embarrassment and shame for me. It's so embarrassing because I'm like this loudmouth, strong woman, and I'm like. Oh my God, people! People are gonna be like, "Wow, she's weak," or um, I don't know. But it can happen to anyone. It's mm-hmm. predators know what they're doing. Totally they know how to spot the people. Man, I, they are I, fucking pros. They do. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just like, why would a woman make that shit up? Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how silly. Like you yeah. Think, you think we would even like? What for? Yeah. What I don't. I didn't get yeah. any money. Like, totally. what, to get, like, attention totally. during the Me Too stuff? By the way, there was men that definitely had their Me Too stories, and it was so gross during the whole gaming thing. And I was like, mm. like, a girl sets like, hit on a guy, and that was this guy's Me Too. I was like, get the fuck out of here. They always try get to do fu- that, dude. They it's always like, try. Oh, women are getting attention for yeah. horrible violation of bodily every integrity. Like, just... I mm-hmm. want some of that attention too in any, it's just get yeah. the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Ew. I mean, I just can't imagine stooping to that level. Dear mm-hmm. God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that, um, after me Too, transness blew up to more, I mean, you know, I I'm just aware of it in the last, like, I don't know, four or five years, but but that that but that transness coincided with the Me Too movement is like oh, yeah. not surprising to me. Um, I think something that I've seen—it's like men don't want to be responsible for being men, you know. So they get to be like, "Well, now I'm a woman, and now I don't have to have to be responsible for being um, any abuse that I've like perpetrated." Can you, you know? explain
0: that? I've heard that before. Are you saying that the I don't, I don't know if I can explain it more than that
1: other than like, it's a feeling it's a knowing inside myself where it's Mm -hmm. like something isn't right here. Um, just like trying to get off the hook of being a man, you know, I think there's this, um, Hmm. sort of story about like, Oh, it's so scary to be a man right now. Because like, what if something comes out where you, you know, like you did something and you didn't even know you did it. And it's like, well, if you're trans, then like, that doesn't happen in the same way. Um, And I, yeah, I've actually seen that play out in at least one situation I know of where uh, a man was abusing his partner, but he was trans. So then, like, after the breakup, like, he, like, there was, um, there was, like, fun, GoFundMe's for him. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, this weird thing where, like, he was the abuser, but he was trans. So then it was, like, all was forgiven, you know? And I, I I see that a, a lot and, um... Yeah, yeah, there's, so,
0: yeah, there's this um, trans-identifying male, you know, parading around, uh, pretending to be a woman, of which they were on my friends list on Facebook, and I legit thought it was a woman. And then I saw, it was in an interview, with, I'm not going to give the person's name, because this person does not need me fu- fucking attention. But I, uh, people are like, oh, you know, if they're doing, here's what, here's where I have a problem with it, if they're living their own life and not hurting anyone, thing. They were on my friends list, I thought they were like a fellow feminist, because we had a lot of mutual friends. It's a man. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was a woman. I'm like, well, you know, I'm not physically hurt. I'm not really psychologically hurt, but this is what I don't, I have massive problems with this whole like gray area with trans anything. It's like, I thought that was a woman. I don't like trickery. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like that. I, I feel like it's a violation. It's just straight up. Mm -hmm. Not, you're not telling the truth about what you are. I have a problem Mm -hmm. with that um Mm -hmm. sure you're not hurting anyone i mean i still have the big question about like what bathroom are you going whatever it's just like um yeah that shit where was i going with that something oh um he gets all this you know clout and internet likes and so much support Mm -hmm. what about the trans widow his his ex-wife of which you know his ego and his one and all thing she's left in the fucking dust what about Mm her Mm -hmm. this is insane mm-hmm yeah
1: i don't know if you've watched transparent
0: no the, it, which, it was, um, which
1: one is that on or streaming i think it's on amazon it's by um i forget jill something the whole story is about um a man who comes out late in life um as a AGP. woman
0: excuse me what i said, I said agp autogonophilia
1: Oh, <laughs> um, and it's about his family and, how, or yeah, his family and um, how they take it. And then, like at the end, it comes out um, that the wife um, was sexually abused as a child. And like the whole time, all of the attention has been on the man, the husband, who's like, "Oh, like dad, we're so like supportive of you now that you're a woman." Um, meanwhile, like the wife is like sitting here being like yeah, widowed. And then, and then it comes out that she's been molested as a child. And like, that's her big secret. And, and nobody's really that all that worried about it, you know? Um, yeah. So the narcissism is pretty astounding.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't know if you, uh, want to touch more on the rape culture thing or, uh, reparations for rape you wrote down real estate and supportive rape culture.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I recently had an experience um I've been looking for an apartment um to live in and I've been having it's I've been having a hard time and the the most recent um place that I viewed this woman gave me a tour and it was like okay this this apartment and I was like all right she's like but my husband's going to like you know work out the details he's going to be the one to like decide about who who applies and who gets it and I was like okay Um, so he called me later and, um, I talked to him for a bit and then I, I came to find out that he had at least four cases of rape open against him a few years ago. So this man that owns this property, I was like, well, thank goodness I found out, you know what I mean? Like, um, my, my brother happened to, this guy is also like a prominent artist in, in Phoenix, Arizona. His name's Bill, Bill Tonneson. I think it's important to say his name. Um, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, he, he owns all the these properties. He's he's potentially renting out to young women. One of the I read some of the cases against him, and one of the cases um, he showed up at a woman's house uninvited. Um, oh a different God. a different case, he locked a woman in a in a room and raped her. Um, so it's like I could have potentially <laughs> yeah. been renting out yeah. this this house from this man who. You know, his, his access have...
0: to your place, exactly. like, what the fuck? And he still has this yeah. job of doing that, and no one cares. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, meh.
1: totally. And yeah, it's, it's been fine. it's been a couple it's years, fine. so it's he fine. learned his
0: mistake. It's fine. He's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And um, and I was oh also I was so mad at his wife. Like, for I was like, you know, you're like kind of luring women in. Yeah. Um, protecting yeah. him for sure, and then. Who knows like if if he has not done anything to heal if he has not gotten help like it's only a matter of time before oh, yeah. he attacks not another that. woman if he's not already you know what i mean like i don't know yep um so Denial yeah of reality
0: as, totally as
1: usual. totally and i mean yeah um i mean i imagine that relationship is abusive how could it not be oh, you yeah. know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah i think i think real estate and i mean real estate The ownership of land and the ownership of female bodies are like the same energy to Mm -hmm. me it's like the same essence um and this was just like a very clear example in my face that i had recently that was like rapists own most of the land you know what i mean i'm sure there's a lot of men who have never been charged or like nothing's ever come out that have rapists that own Mm -hmm. land and like we will just never know Mm -hmm. um and I'm just like, where are the safe places for women to live? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so pissed. And, like, I felt this, this like, really deep lack of male protection, you know? Because it it doesn't exist, really. Um, yeah. Like, where are the men paying for women to have safe places to live? You know what I mean? You talked about, like, coming out um, about your rape. It's Like, it's not like you got any money. You know what I mean? It's like, where is the money for this? Why aren't women being like compensated? Where is the reparation? Like, where is the conversation about reparation for rape? Because as you know, it takes a long time to heal, you know, like it's taken a lot of my energy, a lot of my money. Um,
0: I don't even call it healing. I just call it like dealing with it. Like, yeah, it's like healing
1: is such a stupid word. I think.
0: Yeah. It's well, I mean, um, it's just like, I mean, it's not, I know you're yeah any (laughs) sort of trauma yeah Yeah. I mean you're healing along like it's it's not you're not gonna it's not like oh let me get rid of this childhood uh, abandonment issue I have Mm -hmm. uh, for example it's like you're not gonna get rid of these things I think it's hopeless and it's that's where you're gonna feel the most frustrated is like why am I still being triggered god why is I've worked so hard Uh, my self-care why isn't it gone it's not gonna go away it's a Mm -hmm. part of you Mm -hmm. you have to learn to just deal with it and Um, you know, when it comes up or when you're being triggered, whatever, just living with it because Mm -hmm. you are permanently, to in my eyes, a damaged person, and a lot of people are walking like damaged goods. I think Mm -hmm. I feel like almost all of us in various ways. Yeah. uh, God.
1: Yeah, I wanna, I wanna like hold space for it being possible to like live a life without being triggered. Like I, yeah. like I want to hold that as a possibility for my future for like mm-hmm. everyone's future. Um, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to, how I'm going to move through the world in the future. Um, but I do want to hold space for that. And mm-hmm. I think you're totally right. It's like, we're all to varying degrees. We're all walking around with some sort of wounding trauma, you know, like none of us Invisible are stuff, immune yeah. to what's happening in the Mm -hmm. world. And, um, I was talking to somebody the other day, it's like growing up in, in like a culture with this much porn, like to me, that's sexual trauma, you know what I mean? Walking past an advertisement of a woman, like, you know, being sold that is sexual trauma, regardless of if you're a man or a woman, you know what I mean? Like being dehumanized in that way. Like it's the sexual wound feels so big to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and and how,
0: how, um, accessible or how, visible that stuff is like you know like yeah. um, town newspapers or magazines that are usually free like in the back there's all these hookup ads and shit it's just like totally. it's right in front it's everywhere uh, instagram uh in your face yeah. like, explore page or accounts yeah. that i'm slowly unfollowing because uh, mm-hmm. i like latex but my god a lot of it is just so mm, yeah that questionable culture bdsm like mm-hmm. uh i don't think leaving welts and bruises is love like mm-hmm. oh my god! I can't believe it's embarrassing how long it took me. Not that I practiced that shit, but I can't believe mm-hmm. how long it took me to realize how un. I mean, I knew there was something wrong with it at the mm-hmm. core of that, but I was like, um, thinking that bruises and choking and uh, mm-hmm. electrifying people mm-hmm. and um, red slap just like hurting someone is love? Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. out of your mind? That I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, you know, kink, shame, but um, I think there's something really wrong with, um, there was this, uh, I was listening to a podcast, Gender Through a Wire Lens, Sasha and Stella O'Malley. Mm -hmm. They cover a lot of stuff that I talk about, but there was this case of uh, somebody in a therapy class, or I guess it was, I don't remember what it was, they were telling their story. Mm -hmm. um, And it was like this guy that went to a BDSM person was like, listen, I want you to beat me and when I say stop, don't stop, and just mm-hmm. don't stop. So they did mm-hmm. the whole thing. They acted it out, and he was, like, mm-hmm. screaming to stop. And he passed out, mm-hmm. and the Dom, whatever. I think I might have told you this already, but it doesn't matter. Um, like, and then the guy came, too, once he passed out and started crying, and there's that trauma bonding. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. That is severely, like, reliving uh, a trauma. Um, I haven't investigated enough of trauma bonding. I, I really would love to, but... Mm-hmm. fuck that's that's not good that's not good i don't i personally think that that's severely unhealthy for obvious various reasons dear god mm-hmm. anyway that was a tangent yeah I'm sorry
1: yeah i i it's so interesting i think like we have to be able to be critical of these things that are popular mm-hmm. you know what i mean and bdsm mm-hmm. is getting more and more popular mm.
0: Hey there. Enjoying the show? Show your appreciation by supporting my work by becoming a patron on my Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash distorted lens and choose a tier. You can also leave a donation directly to my PayPal. Head over to my website, lindsayplatotionart.com. Click on the distorted lens podcast link on the top header and click the PayPal button to show your support. Help me continue to bring you creative endeavors and truths each and every week. Thank you for listening and thank you for your continued support. Now back to the show
1: um and there's like and there's a there's a way people work out their trauma like i also i don't know everything about the universe or how trauma Mm -hmm. works or how healing works so it's like yeah yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing and 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 i totally yeah i I was definitely conditioned to like think of abuse as love. Like I think mm-hmm. many of us were. And so it mm-hmm. is, it's a, con- it's a confusing thing to unravel that. Yeah, um, for sure. And, uh, and I'm thankful for the people who have, um, you know, said, said something to me, you know, mm-hmm. said like, are you sure about that? Or um, mm-hmm. even when I got mad at them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, who like held up a mirror in a way that was like, are you sure about that? Like maybe mm-hmm. we could look mm-hmm. at that. Um, yep. so yeah, that's crazy.
0: craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's, um, I don't know if you want to go to birth work or the, the word gossip in Hollywood. I don't know what's better segue. Um,
1: I don't know either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you don't obviously don't have to talk about him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think I, I came to birth work. I mean coming to birth work has been really a healing a healing thing for me. There's that word again. Um oh,
0: that's a co- it's a I I understand what you're saying about it.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's hard it. it's hard to find. I'm I'm trying to find mm-hmm. like a different word for it mm-hmm. and and one that I've that I've come up with um,
0: reassuring or soothing.
1: Di- like me- uh, metabolizing or digesting mm-hmm. an experience. So like I think that's sometimes I like yeah when I when I use the word healing what I'm talking about for myself is like digesting an experience that's like been overwhelming or big. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like talking to a friend the other day. Um, it's like digesting a huge piece of meat. You know what I mean? It's like, it takes a while. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, it has to go through your body and and then your body like, you know, clings on to what's helpful and what's nutritious Mm -hmm. and then gets rid of the waste. you know what I mean? Like that's to me what healing is. And so birth work has been, um, like so eye-opening and I got there by way of herbalism you know it's like I think once once I tapped into some of like the wise woman Mm -hmm. ways like it just like the string just keeps following um because women were are herbalists women are midwives regardless of if you train or whatever it's like I think that's like innate in every woman Mm -hmm. um so that birth work and um learning about birth could be like birth to me is like the, the antithesis of rape, right? It's Mm. like, you're like, it's a sexual experience and like, you're creating something like you're creating life. And while, you know, you know, modern day obstetrics and, and obstetrics in general is, is rape, I think is rape Mm. culture protects, protects rape in a similar way. Um, I think the possibility for birth to be like a, a really healing experience for women who have been raped um, mm. is really powerful. And so, you know, I, I, I think about my life and it's like, okay, do I want to, do I want to spend all my time thinking about rape and like mm. women being raped? It's like, no you know, like, of course, I want to be aware of it. And I want to listen to women. And I want to hold space for that conversation, because it's really important. Mm. But I also I want joy, you know, like, I want to lead a joyous life. And what the fuck is more joyous than like bringing a baby into the world? Like, you know, it's just so beautiful. And, and that women can realize their strength and um, their power. Because that's the thing I I think, too, about rape, it's like, it's because we're powerful Mm. (laughs) that they have to make us, make us think that we're weak. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest truth. And, and, and I'm, I'm totally into um, acknowledging the ways that women are oppressed, Mm -hmm. but I'm also not committed to that being true for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think the people who are the most powerful, you have to oppress them the most or else shit's going to like, they're going to get in the way of all the plans, you know, especially like all the, ad- all the agendas,
0: yeah. especially, especially if it's a, if it's a natural a- thing yeah. that you're just born with. If you're a mm-hmm. adult human female, I think that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've thought that too recently where it's so obvious that I, I keep bringing it up, damn it. But why I didn't want to do feminism because I'm like, ew, those people are mm-hmm. loud and annoying mm-hmm. and or just gross and little, well, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, of course, whatever the hell I watched growing up, or whatever made me think that way, uh, patriarchy. Like, I can't even name that one thing. It's just, yeah. I'm like, but then I embraced it, and it's it's been amazing. And mm-hmm. I find that there is some serious power. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know how to describe it without sounding like stupid or woo-woo or bring on, psychic. bring on the woo-woo baby i'm like come on let's it's go just, to me it's just like natural intuitiveness i've always mm-hmm. felt that um empathic I, i've had these tendencies of kind of being able to read or like understand a person just by their presence i'm not saying i'm always right um because mm-hmm. i'm always learning like who isn't
1: mm-hmm. so if I
0: even need to say that but um God, I don't know. And just talking to other women and hearing them Mm. and hearing them say stuff. And it's really only been feminist because I feel like only, well, I'm not, I don't want to like label it as like just feminist, but women that embrace their femaleness. Mm -hmm. um, They say these things that I've like maybe never even thought about, but I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. you too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I've never, I've had a lot of female friends growing up. I mean, obviously uh, my sisters, my mom, aunts, um, whatever, you you name it teachers but you know it's just like there's this like there's this like surface normal plane that people live at mm-hmm. all right let's just use women i guess um but then when you start embracing uh what it is to be female and the the power that you do have mm-hmm. you're just like i don't know and i'm not it's not like i'm better than any one thing fuck mm-hmm. off if you're reading into what i'm saying um <laughs> i'm just so tired of that shit <laughs> i know um, i know um yeah it's it's magical it really is yeah you know even just the discovery of like wait uh, the witches were like healers and, and mm-hmm. herbologists or whatever I'm like mm-hmm. that's it that's why that's they were it. called witches I'm like oh, it, yeah this makes so much sense like I don't mm-hmm. even I'm just like I cannot believe I'm this old and I'm just now realizing what witches were Mm-hmm. my god i mean mm-hmm. I, this is what is upsetting is that it takes like you really your yeah. own really serious investigative work i mean uh, <laughs> it sucks because like i can't even imagine if you google like female power it's probably some bullshit buzzfeed article like totally. you really have to i guess find other feminists or radfems or whatever gender critical people mm-hmm. um to just i'm not sure and even you know there's bad people in every group but I don't know. I just find it to be really magical in that way.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, yeah, it's like this unspoken, it's just like intuitiveness, um, seeing the world for what it is. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard to describe. Um, I get you though.
1: I I totally, I I totally get you. And, and actually the word, um, the word gossip in Hollywood might be good to bring up now because, Mm -hmm. um, it's exactly what you're talking about. Like you need to like talk to other women and, and and you have that moment of like, Oh, you too. Like Mm -hmm. you have the same experience and that's so important for women and so important. Like why female spaces are protected, you know, Mm -hmm. because we need to have that. And, and, and part of my awakening to that. And I think what you're speaking to of like, Oh, like I didn't even know that's what I was missing. Like I didn't even know there was something missing in my life, but this is, this was part of it. Um, I read Witches, Witch Hunting, and Women by Sylvia mm-hmm. Federici, who's a Marxist feminist, although I've heard recently that she's capitulated to the trans.
0: A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's yeah.
1: disappointing, but, but her this book is still amazing, mm-hmm, and I will, cool. I, will re- I will continue to reference it um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it, it changed my life. And, and one of the chapters is called On the Meaning of Gossip, Mm. and it, it goes into depth describing um, the word gossip used to mean female friendship plain mm. and simple no negative connotations no like you're a bad person for gossiping nothing um, mm. sometimes it even meant like uh, midwife or, or a person or woman who attends births that's mm. like the meaning of gossip in this is from like a European standpoint she's she's talking about the the witch witch hunts in, in Europe mm-hmm. Um and so women gossip women would go to the pub they would go to um they would go on walks they would be you know they spent all day together in those times mm-hmm. and what started happening is like they were starting to talk about their husbands being abusive basically they were starting to be like oh like your husband does this i thought my husband does that too and so they, they were starting to do this thing that you're talking about is mm-hmm. like figuring out like Oh, like this is actually like, and you need that to, to like overcome gaslighting. Right. You need Mm, that to like, to name abuse. You need to like get with other people and to like have a name for it and to be able to speak to it. Um, and so this started making men mad because they started, you know, their women weren't paying attention to them. They weren't, um, obeying. Um, and so what happened is men started catching on to this and, um, around this time, you know, there wasn't TV and everything, but there were plays mm-hmm. and they were called the guilds and they were owned by men. Um, and and to me, this is like what Hollywood is now. And I worked in Holly- Hollywood as a producer. So I have some like embodied experience of what that world is and how it could be similar. Um, but they started putting on plays and demonizing women friendships they started demonizing the word gossip. And so then Mm -hmm. through these like satirical plays that would basically make fun of women gathering or, or make fun of women for having women friends. Um, yeah, they started demonizing it and, and to break women apart basically. Mm -hmm. And then over time, if women weren't obeying their husbands, um, they would put on the what was called the scolds bride, which also came to, came to be called the gossips bride, which the woman's tongue would be held in place. And if she tried to talk, her tongue would be cut off. Um, oh, fuck. so Jesus. like this has been going on for centuries
0: and do you know what year this was or era? That's I okay. want to say That's like crazy. the 15
1: or 1600s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would honestly oh, have okay. to double check. Um, but as somebody like I'm most of my heritage is is European. So like I was reading this and it was just like, you know, like this experience of like, Holy shit. And then, and then to to like look around the world and see how that's being done to this day. You know what I mean? Hollywood is an evil. (laughs) If there is evil in the world, it's in Hollywood for sure. Oh yeah. Um, Disney looking at you. Yeah. It's crazy. And so you know, Hollywood still like they have unions and they have guilds, you know, like it's, it even the word is the same. Um, and that Hollywood is, is programming us, uh, as women Mm -hmm. to be pitted against each other is like so clear to me. Um, and to be armed with like that historical knowledge is really helpful.
0: Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, Look at what this fucking, I gotta say, mostly men-dominated trans shit, how often, yeah. I mean, minus the um, social contagion of the girls, yeah. you know, it kind of, it used to be a lot of, um, mostly boys wanted to become women, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. oh, whoa, oh, oh, all of a sudden, the charts go whoop of yeah. little, you know, young girls. Oh, not all social contagion, though, not at all, even though girls, yeah. or young teenage girls, I believe that's the age bracket, um, are known to have these, like, social contagions i mean there's a yeah. um, like dancing or laughing fit like historically where they're all dancing yeah. in the streets and they would pass out um uh where was it going with that um oh it just pisses me off so bad you know liberal feminists like we're we're you know i've lost my best girlfriend totally. um totally like look at what it's doing to women now it's insane totally. um fuck if it's, if it's not females and our rights and our right to just exist. We got a problem, Mm -hmm. wake up. God, Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of this. Mm -hmm. Fuck, Mm -hmm. she's literally sitting here protecting men's rights to to be in women's prisons Mm -hmm. because they feel like a woman? Are you out of your mind? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I fucking cannot deal with this shit. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. It's so absurd. I hate yeah. all this uh, jibber jabber and fighting online or friendships breaking up. When mm-hmm. I feel like there's just so so much fodder, or like yeah, like putting black ink and uh, black dye in a, a blue drink, it just turns it all black. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> they overcomplicated like crazy with like, well, you know, if it's they're trans but they're not. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Uh, mm-hmm. it's just not reality it's not mm-hmm. that's what people don't understand when I say it's not real like I'm like well you can't become a man so then yeah wh- why are you calling yours why do you still want to call your if you it's because I've heard this argument like um they know that they're a woman a biological female I don't like using the biological term because that's also um language fuck up thing. yeah but I'm doing that for just this purpose um but then they still call themselves a trans man and I've realized that th- this person oh god calling you out sorry whatever I don't even think they watch my shit don't care <laughs> this is how I see it they also identify so heavily with this I'm this thing it gets yeah. them views on YouTube it makes mm-hmm. them relevant in this current conversation of uh, you know being online like mm-hmm. I feel like if i compared it to um comedians that uh quite a few of them are obviously alcoholics or addicts and I've heard one comedian be like, I, I don't want to stop drinking because I'm scared I won't be funny anymore. Mm. It's the same shit where it's like, okay, well, you're not, mm-hmm. you you know you're not, you'll never become a, um, a man. Well, well, why are you still calling yourself a trans man? I, mm-hmm. It just breaks my brain. I hate this gray area of all of it. I'm yeah. like, the, the gray areas are everywhere. I don't mm-hmm. believe in, in this bastardization of language. I don't mm-hmm. believe in that. Mm-hmm. We all know what man is. We all know what woman is. I, mm-hmm. I literally slipped up the other day saying um you know i knew it was a woman but it definitely all the testosterone and stuff made it look more convincing that it's you know more masculine or more male Mm -hmm. and i said um trans man i don't usually do this and literally like five words later i said he and i only caught it because i re-listened to my audio i recorded and i was like fuck i didn't even notice that i slipped up Mm -hmm. this is exactly why i won't use this trans man and trans woman thing because they're Mm -hmm. like they try to argue, it's like, well...
1: Confusing. It's confusing. Yes, it's, it's purposeful. Intentionally confusing, yeah.
0: And I believe this whole yeah. pronoun bullshit is the beginning of the end of language because they're mm-hmm. teaching you to just go along with it, but I'm like, but it's so obvious how intentional it is to yeah. distort reality, and... <sighs> Fuck. hmm
1: <laughs> Fuck indeed, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I... I'm trying more and more to... And I definitely fail sometimes. Um, but just be like... It doesn't actually need defending. Like, that a woman is a woman. And that a man is a man. And that you can't change your sex. It's like it actually doesn't need defending. And... it It is... It's super intense right now. Like, the... It's everywhere. It's it's hard. It's, it's not... I'm not able to ignore it, really. Um, yeah. But... I just, I try to sit back and be like, all right, like creator knows truth, like whoever or whatever, if mm-hmm. you believe in that, mm-hmm. um, which I do. And so it's mm-hmm. like, they know truth, creator knows truth, source knows truth. And I actually don't have to defend being a woman. Um, you know, it, it's, 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 this, it's just, it's just like frustrating thing. Cause at the same time, I'm like, well. I do feel, I feel the need to defend myself and, and girls too. Um, so I know, it's a it's paradox, just... but, but at yeah. the same time, I don't, I don't, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. What's happening. Um, that I believe. And so I, I try to take solace in, in that part of it.
0: How's it not sustainable go on?
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't think cutting your body, like, I, you know you, you see it with with people who detransition it's like you at a certain point it seem I mean I'm sure people can go their whole lives with it but I'm saying it's like if you zoom out in history like it's I don't think it's sustainable I mean also if, if women continue to cut out their uteruses you know like the population's going to go down you know it, yeah, it's, it's a form of eugenics yeah mm-hmm. um so in that sense like if I zoom out far enough it's not sustainable um taking synthetic hormones is not sustainable you know in the long run um so that's what i mean
0: yeah um 100 and when you omit body parts it just makes you hyper focus on other parts of your body it's just never yeah it's yeah. not a solution i just don't believe it. another reason why i don't believe in it is I, d- I don't believe in not living your authentic self your truth which is mm-hmm. what you're how are you brought into this world God Mm -hmm. doesn't make a mistake of like, "Oops, just kidding." Um, mm, sorry about that. You'll you'll have to deal with that. That's not it. Like that's I think it's absolute bullshit. That's not. Yeah. That's not it. There are no mistakes. Um, that's just a a lie that they you know born the wrong body shit as well. Yeah,
1: it's like the aim is disembodiment of so many things of of you know of coronavirus of transgender. Which is like so the the word transgender doesn't even make sense to me. I think I was yeah. saying this to you. It's like if you're trying to change your sex, you're transsexual. You know. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. You're claiming. Well, they, you're that's on claiming... purpose too. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Ugh. Um. <laughs> but yeah, purpose, I think yeah. the aim is disembodiment, and mm-hmm. and so any like anything I can do to be more embodied, anything I can do to help other people be more embodied, um, anything we and as women can do to be more embodied is like a big fuck you to like, oh, I didn't fuck you to, you know, all these things. Um, so that's my aim right now. Yep.
0: I'm just trying try to think of like the, what, what is their end goal besides like the whole transhumanism thing, you know, disembodying people. Yeah. Um, to be able to
1: exploit them. I mean, if you're disembodied, mm-hmm. you're, you're able to be exploited. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to pretend to be perfect and like be embodied all the time i'm not like there's ways that i'm sure i'm being exploited that i'm not aware of yet you know mm-hmm. because i i disassociate i check out sometimes you know and as long as that's that's happening then a, i think a population can be exploited and we're seeing that very clearly
0: 100 um yeah it's depressing as fuck um, mm-hmm. especially when it's happening to the youth when they're mm-hmm. trying to find themselves and they s- fuck I, I, I could tangent about this all day mm-hmm. long it's so upsetting oh yeah. god it's really destructive it's just like true evil it's mm-hmm. dude fucking hellfire flames are just scorching the earth uh, mm-hmm. right now it's really what it feels like i feel like i see it every day you know yeah i, I, I had- take this stuff personally and i know people laugh it off or like, it's like or they're like Oh, we've always seen that. Elvis, I'm going to the little Nas shit. Like, that's the most demonic shit I've ever seen. Like, flat out. This guy's like, this rapper's grinding on a demon. And then mm. at the end, he snaps the demon's horns off. Ugh, and puts him on. The black wings emerge. And then his eyes turn black. And at the end, he's like, oh. Like, oh, I like this. I'm just like, ah, you can't. I, oh, my God. I don't know. I just, that's so.
1: Yeah, were you, a were you raised Christian, it sounds like?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's your relationship with Christianity? Like, I'm still a believer. I don't Mm -hmm. like, I I just don't like the whole church thing or calling it religion. I'm, yeah, totally not ashamed of it, but I'm not like super loud about it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I am embarrassed of it because I feel like people are going to judge me. Like, Mm oh, oh. Like, if you see someone reading a Bible on a plane,
1: you'd be Mm -hmm. like, oh, what
0: a freak. (laughs) What if they're reading a Playboy? Oh, is that, that's not, Freaking yeah, weird. Yeah, totally. so normalized. Totally. Um, yeah. Um, I just... I know that there's been, obviously, like, I don't know, Britney Spears all slutified and obviously mm-hmm. questionable visions of stuff is out there. But then I got this random email for this, like, demon movie, and it's like, try this filter on Snapchat where your eyes are bleeding. I'm like, I just... I, I personally see it, uh, from my perspective, all this, like, really dark shit. And, like, a lot of the trans youth are like really all this imagery of the occult and pentagrams and dark stuff and i Mm -hmm. I just believe it's just this headspace that you put yourself in that is really destructive really dark um i mean that in a sense of like it's all consuming Mm -hmm. um it 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 it's like a a blind over your Mm. your what you really are it's Mm. it's it's mm-hmm. like a filter. like mm-hmm. you no, know, like they have filters for lighting and um, for TV sets. Yeah. But, uh, I forgot what they're called. Um, it's so dangerous. I just believe that stuff yeah. is very dangerous. And I actually look mm-hmm. back at my Instagram. All well, that should is still there if you go back. Um, I, or some of the images that I saved on my Instagram. It, it just started going into this fucking like BDSM, dark, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trans was definitely involved in it. Or mm-hmm. I just didn't even question it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people find, like, say, I don't want to say satanic because it sounds so old school, but, you know, black, gothy. I don't know. Ugh, this isn't, like, a demon. I like black stuff. I like looking gothy. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is one of those conversations where I'm like, oh, I'm not here to offend people. I just find yeah. it's an, an interesting observation, and I think that it, there's something to that where mm-hmm. – where's your head at like Mm -hmm. um, i yes this is definitely something i was taught um um by my mother that like this shit is dangerous and i don't think she's wrong i -hmm. just think it's one of those things that is a step down like just a step down Mm -hmm. It's playing with fire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: good yeah i i i definitely hear that and i think it's important to be able to like question question all those things and
0: especially when it's a pattern. Yeah. I'm like, it's just what I see. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah, totally. Um, yep. Yeah. And there's absolutely value, value in that, in what you're seeing. Um, I have, yeah, I have a, I have, I have an interesting relationship with darkness. I I, I mean, yeah. I don't know about like goth and, and like demon and pentagram, like mm-hmm. that doesn't appeal to me. Um, but I also like, I've, subscribe to like the dark goddess you know like the void the darkness mm-hmm. the the earth though like um the soil where everything's made so i'm i'm careful to like label darkness as bad um mm-hmm. because it's it's like the womb but i i don't think that's mm-hmm. what you're like what you're speaking to is a different sort of
0: yeah it's just the correlation i've seen where I don't know it's just stuff that i've looked back at my past i was anorexic for six years
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i looked i just there's this image a selfie i took of myself that i i always think about that was mm-hmm. a really awful time in my life i mean it's all consuming basically slowly killing myself i hated mm-hmm. myself I hated mm-hmm. my everything mm-hmm. antisocial beyond belief my only family was this online fucking eating disorder forum mm. um you know no life no mm-hmm. future um and this image, I, it was a selfie and took in the mirror of, you know, obsessed with my body and how thin I can look. And mm-hmm. I drew over my face like a skull, like mm. just. Oh, yeah. Just shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. why did I do that? Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't super goth then. Uh, there was no pentagram in my, there was no like, but I'm like, that's just, what is that? hmm i mean mm-hmm. i know what that is to me it's just very clear that that's where my headspace is at like darkness mm-hmm. despair mm-hmm. um yeah fuck. yeah I, I don't find that to be healing that's not living your authentic self mm-hmm. this is what i also what kills me about it is like well if it's not offending you or hurting you i'm like here's the thing i'm like it's hurting you it's mm-hmm. hurting you the one that believes that that's gonna you know this one ticket out of your uh despair or your dysphoria or dysmorphia Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it it's such a lie yeah (laughs) satan's a father of lies Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
0: fuck yeah
1: yeah yeah i think i think what what you're speaking to like i would call or or my teacher um postpartum teacher Mm -hmm. rochelle garcia saliga she would call death culture Mm, yes Um, and and i think um straight up since she's introduced me to that term I like I can see it really clear I'm like okay like and and what I was speaking to earlier of like anything that's meant to disembody us you know like Mm -hmm. eating disorders or hating your body or dysphoria or anything like that um is definitely a part of death culture and I thought of Mm -hmm. it you know when you said drawing the skull on your face it's like well yeah like I think um the death culture has done a very good job in making us not want to be alive, you know? Like not wanting making to be Making it
0: trendy, like... making it cool. Yeah, yeah. It's an aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just, you know, I'm not gonna sit or please anybody. And I think there is certainly coolness to it. I love all colors. I love everything. Um, it's just a tricky thing. I don't know. I don't know really how to quite how to describe it. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like judging people. I just, it, it makes me very cautious, me personally. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not, like, psycho. Like, I like I have skull stuff. A uh, 3D-printed skull planter. Like, mm, hmm I don't know. hmm Me and my tangents. We um, yeah. have yeah, performance art. I'm intrigued. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I,
1: um... Well, one of the most... I was in New York a couple of years ago, and it was around around the time that I started getting interested in, in herbalism. Um,
0: yeah. How did you, can you uh, walk us along that? How did you get interested in that?
1: Um, well, when I was 17, I was really um, unhappy. I was really struggling um, as I think many, like I think teenage years in the oh, world. Yeah. And I'm, I'm speaking from like a U.S. perspective, like that's mm-hmm. my experience. And I, so I'm not, you know I, I don't know what's all happening around the globe um but in the U.S. Uh, I, think I think that's it's,
0: global straight up I think that's just yeah teen years but
1: well and I think um you know like that's when a big part of socialization happens and like a mm. big disembodiment happens it's like you're you're forced to sit in chairs for mm. hours a day and go to school and like all of this stuff and like learn to be a good, productive member of society. And, and, you know, I think teenagers still have that spark in them where they're like, something's wrong here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Um, so I was definitely having that experience and I was feeling really sad and really depressed and also very isolated from my mm-hmm. peers. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, everything that you're talking about, people, it seems so stupid. You know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. I remember just being like, how can you find this interesting, like, what you're talking about? Yep. Um, and so I was very lonely and um my parents were pretty quick to to jump on the like you have anxiety and depression i was like well no i don't think so i think i'm just (laughs) properly responding to like what's happening in the world in my life and in our family system um there was a lot a lot to hold and i didn't have any Mm -hmm. emotional support um so yeah so they were you know, wanted me to go a psychologist and I did and, like, I think I tried antidepressants for a few months and, like, I was just like, mm. um. I also tried birth control at that time for a few months and it was like, no, not for me. Isn't that um, funny?
0: I think I had the same experience where they prescribe you stuff because they're like, well, it's been shown to us. For some people it helps them out. Now I just think oh, that's it's bullshit.
1: A, it's such bullshit. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I've Please. seen so many loved ones be it's just like a codependent, you know, like so many loved ones have been taking drugs their whole life, you know, mm. pharmaceutical mm. drugs. And it's really, really sad. Um, and it's like, I don't even know how to access them anymore mm. because they've mm. just been drugged, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. so I would say probably my, my, my beginning of being an herbalist was 17 of being like, mm, I'm not going to do the drug thing. Like mm. something doesn't feel right. Um, and I was dating, um, i had a high school boyfriend at the time and his mom was a naturopath mm-hmm. um from russia and so wow. you know amazing. she started oh, they
0: love their herbs straight up yeah
1: she started talking yeah your husband's ukrainian you said hmm mm-hmm. yeah um it's amazing so she started teaching me about like how to eat, you know, cause I was, my family it was like, I was growing up on a Midwest diet, um, from boxes, you know, like I didn't actually know how to feed my body or myself. And I, I'm still learning to this day, you know, 11 years later, mm-hmm. um, what is nutrition? Like, what is like vital vitality, you know, for my body? So, yeah, I think for me, herbalism has always been related to emotional health and, um, being, uh, learning how to keep myself healthy. Cause it's like a full-time job. It's not,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like yeah. every day you have to, you have to continue building a relationship with your body, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was, was
0: your mom like that at all. Like, uh, no. what was she like? So it's, I'm so intrigued with your yeah, thought processes I, I... and your likes and whatnot.
1: It's hmm. so weird because I didn't really have any mentors growing up. Like I just had this internal knowing wow. of like it's amazing. something you were meant
0: to do that clearly. Yeah, totally. I
1: I think it was definitely like I was definitely guided. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, my my boyfriend's mom at the time um, was was helpful in like opening sort of like opening the door. Um, Fascinating for me
0: but my it makes mom makes so much sense of course a woman would be like whoa what's this tell me more and just be mm-hmm. drawn to it i think it really is a <sighs> women i don't know women understand like herbs and like w- how to keep your body healthy like we're yeah. the life bringers of course we totally. understand how to totally keep it going totally. keeping yeah. this machine going mm-hmm. god it makes so much sense doing mm-hmm. it that way sorry not to cut yeah. you off
1: yeah no i totally agree with you um and it's like a relationship with the earth too. It's like, I think yes. there's an inherent, inherent relationship with the earth. I think that all humans have, like, I think it's mm-hmm. really sad that we're not, it's like, it's, there's so much grief that I've had to process about like being so disconnected from my body and the earth. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. And so, and then, um, so it was always something that I was like sort of like learning about, um, throughout my twenties. And then a couple of years ago, I, um, I spent some time with Susan Weed um, in upstate New York. She's an herbalist, amazing wise woman herbalist. Um,
0: and... Amazing last name. Yeah. I've like never. A Matilda book or something or Harry Potter Totally. I amazing. I've never.
1: I've wondered if that's. I, I think it's her real name. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I have so much love and appreciation for her. And she's, she's actually. So it's, it's funny because like my herbalist training with her and radical feminists like go hand in hand because she first she was the first woman to be like no no no, no. like only women are here like hmm. this is a woman space and and men who claim to be women or trans men um they're not welcome here like her land is women only land you know she's like a radical feminist from from the 60s and 70s who's, yeah. who has kept that and has seen you know the, the trends um so yeah she really she was really important for for both of those experiences for me
0: how did you come upon her or discover her did you did you i don't know if i heard uh
1: it was <laughs> it was a singing teacher that i had in new york i was taking singing singing lessons with him um and he mentioned her and the story i first heard about her was like yeah um, she's really powerful and like, she's been accused of choking a woman. Um, and I was like, what? I was like, so like, <laughs> what? Um, and I kind of like, I have this knowing, like if, if, if there's outlandish rumors about a woman, like, I'm like, Hmm, I want to know, know more. You know what I exactly. mean? Like, if really? like, people are like, she's crazy. Like, I'm like, Oh, I want to know that woman. I want to know that crazy woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, JK um, Rowling
0: is a, a transphobic. Yeah, um, totally. how, what did she say that's transphobic? well i i don't i mean i just heard yeah shut the fuck up she's not transphobic yeah. she said yeah. nothing transphobic yeah. standing up for women and girls and stating the glaring obvious that only yeah. bl- or whatever you know just yeah. come on people don't even care people don't care people don't care yeah no they they, they
1: and they don't look at what she actually i don't no. think they look at what she actually writes no. or says it's, no. it's just this like thing that gets passed around i know they
0: don't yeah because i actually yeah. tried getting one of my uh Ex friends to do that, and nope, nah, nope, can't be bothered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't want to know the truth sometimes. They really don't. They don't want to be wrong. Um, They feel like maybe they're doing like a duty to like uphold something and protect men. Men protecting men. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not going to read a thing what a woman said. I'm mm-hmm. already decided. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, this person's already clearly misogynistic. So,
1: mm-hmm. bye bye. Totally. <laughs> yeah, and I I think. I don't know. It seems like some people are just not meant to see, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think to see mm-hmm. this world is like, it's been so yep. difficult for me. Um, they're not,
0: they're not and I know enough, for, I think they know it.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's, it's really hard. Um, a certain veil has to be lifted. I think to like, to understand what's happening it's really
0: uncomfortable. This shit's not fun. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, know.
1: I lost so many friends. I've like, it's been a whole initiation of a, in and of itself. Yeah, and, and sure. discovering
0: what patriarchy is in society yeah. and the history of that—that's yeah. not fun. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, really, you know, God, to it's... realize
1: how much the world hates women is really yeah. painful. It's really it painful. Yep.
0: Yeah, undeniable yeah. amount of it. It's everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oof. It's not a. It's not a fun awakening, but mm-hmm. um, I just really think it's obviously important. Yeah to be able to combat it or just remain brave, I suppose, know thine enemy. So then you can, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: I'm interested in truth. So I want to know, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Straight up. Same. I want to
1: know. Yeah.
0: Yep. So what is your herbologist thing? Like, what is that? What do you, what do you do?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think the most important thing is just, having a relationship with plants i see it's like it's like having a relationship with a person you know it's it's like developing a communication
0: with plants um so do you have one-on-one chats with people where you can you know they can sign up and they can go to you i'm trying to like (laughs) uh, drop your business here yeah yeah (laughs) it's not working yeah
1: i mean my business is also very new and i I have a hard time um, promoting it but yeah Mm -hmm. i i definitely do one-on-one consultations and it's it's like, I'll, I'll teach you what I know. And then it's mostly to facilitate a relationship that people develop with plants. Um, mm-hmm. and it's so simple. It's really mm-hmm. simple. It's really safe. Um, it's really easy. It's really fun. Um, and you can just feel good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But you can email me if you, if you would want to do a, a yeah, one-on-one consultation. Any... Yeah. Yeah. Just um, yeah I think introducing women to plants is wonderful and it's been the root of definitely it's the root of one awakening you know that I've had and um, Mm -hmm. I remember being on Susan's land and being like oh my gosh they just like they just take all the food and then they sell it back to us and it's right here (laughs) you know what I mean like I just I was like so pissed I was like fuck (laughs) it's like it's all right here you know like I didn't grow up on a farm so Mm -hmm. so I I imagine that's like a very different experience but Mm -hmm. like I grew up in suburbia where you can get
0: strawberries all year round it's like
1: not natural you know what I mean um
0: so yeah yeah I think we're so detached from going back to the basics I'm like god I want a farm now give me a break Um, totally how amazing is that you know Mm -hmm. like what you just said about the strawberries like that's so detached Mm -hmm. from
1: Reality, even even
0: yeah yeah exactly authentic. Mm-hmm. We're also detached. You know our mm-hmm. lives are freaking online. None of this is natural. Nobody's no. read to look at, you know, a never-ending scrolling feed of yeah. social media, Twitter, Facebook. People, oh, there's a lot of. Do you know how many emotions are floating around just Twitter alone? Yeah, like, and how much that actually affects your your mind. And totally. how you carry out your day depending on who you follow or not not even necessarily who you follow twitter's not even like that twitter will show you shit that you're not even following them mm. whatever. like since when did the uh um uh what is it trending now on twitter now it says what's happening i'm like it doesn't even say trending anymore when did they change that like i never mm. believed that that was real anyway i i mean actually i did yeah until i was like wait because it's on the side right bar. It used to be just be like this is not, not viral. I think it used to say trending, but mm-hmm. then in between there, I would see little tiny underneath one of them promoted. I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Is a f-. I'm like oh, this is all fake. And then I'm like, oh wait, mm-hmm. this is all. This was a while ago, and it obviously discovered this. But I'm like, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. This isn't fucking trending. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people behind this machine or algorithms at this time or whatever it is. Well, people make the algorithm, so <sighs> God, yeah. I hate this bullshit. Like that um social dilemma documentary thing on netflix where they're like oh well you know we created this app and we didn't we didn't expect it to go this way i'm like yeah yeah well you have a fucking duty to do something about it dude
1: yeah like you're just
0: gonna be like whoopsie daisy i'll just go quit this totally. job and go work for another one F- really totally wow it's so funny
1: my mom like loves that documentary she
0: won't stop talking about it. i'm like i was like i don't know <laughs> i mean it's kind of a lot of stuff i already knew but yeah what do you mean you don't know like I'm just it's not like a,
1: everything hmm. that you're telling me I already knew like I yeah. don't need to
0: watch documentary about it I mean maybe it'd be helpful but but also there's a, l- a couple of new stuff that I found interesting yeah. I actually fast-forwarded it because there's a stupid oh my god oh, one of my early podcast episodes I ranted about this uh d- um the guy Vincent Carth something I can't remember his name he mm-hmm. was in Mad Men he was that douchey guy but he he's like this which three <laughs> of them um i know exactly no, I it doesn't matter <laughs> i for campbell is that his name the oh, not Pete the main guy yes yeah um so it's like three of him and one, they all have like different uh personalities and they're like c- controlling oh, yeah. the motherboard of throwing up stuff on this guy's phone fa- they did this whole like reenactment of like somebody had this visionary idea of like how to display how social media works and it's extremely cringy mm. i'm just like fast forward past that shit it just kind of has like a day in the life of a kid with a phone and mm-hmm. a family. And its ex- mm-hmm. I find it to be very cringy. But the, the other mm-hmm. stuff is good. I just fast forwarded throughout um, that stuff. Um, and I also am like a, a super skeptical person. Where is it? Yeah. First side. Right there. You can't read it. It says skeptic though. Whatever. Okay. Timmy yeah. hat. Kind of made. Shout out to myself. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> well, apparently one of the Netflix co-founders is, God, Robert Bernays, whatever. I think he's a propaganda guy. I finally remembered his mm. name. That's, like, one of the co-founders is Bernays', like, cousin or something of the father of propaganda. I'm, like, what the mm. fuck? Um, so I'm, like, yep. well, why would they put that out? I just, you know, question everything on Hulu, totally. Netflix and all this stuff. It's totally. obviously brainwashing. I'm, like, well, why would they want us to know that? Like, what yeah. is that? Like, what?
1: Who is it serving? Yeah. Yeah,
0: what, yeah what's the ulterior motive? I yeah, mean, I know totally. that we're being brainwashed on levels that we aren't even aware of yeah yeah um, it's, it's quite scary yeah. yeah um there's a netflix uh back to netflix documentary called don't fuck with cats um it's really good it's not even what it sounds like actually um <laughs> i don't
1: even know what it sounds like
0: <laughs> well it's not even about cats it's about this crazy guy who uh got away with all this like well he did fuck with it was really disturbing he would murder things and film it and there was this internet group of people that were trying to find out who this guy was and at the end it was basically a thing of like you know with the internet and them trying to find this person did we perpetuate and accelerate Mm -hmm. this guy doing what he did which killed started killing people where they started feeling guilty, um, you know, basically like a bounty hunter, internet people, volunteering this stuff of like, did we contribute to this guy um, getting worse with his killings and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And because this guy obviously wanted attention. Yeah. And this group would, I don't know. Like, I, I think that's terrifying. And I actually had that thought about this trans stuff. Yeah, where I totally am with you. we keep retweeting all this stuff
1: yeah. Yeah. about
0: it. I'm like, well, we're keeping it alive. Totally. I'm so yeah. conflicted. Where I'm like, Yeah, I hear you. Fuck. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I, and I think that's like where I think I'm like in a bit of a transition period in it, but in my relationship with it. But more and more, it's like I don't need to defend this. Actually, yeah. like you can have your whatever you need to do and whatever freak out everyone's having right now. You know, like I think there's a lot being being churned up right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, what reality do I want to live in, and how do I want to create it? And and giving my attention to transness makes it more exist, makes yeah. it stronger.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So I I totally hear you. I have that that same like inner conflict happening um, mm-hmm. in me, and, and and it only exists online. Like for me, like I don't have. I mean, not only, but I but mostly yep. so, it yeah. exists online. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I was living on my yeah. farm that I want to live on. You know, it's like, I don't, I wouldn't even know about it. Exactly. You know? Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. I you were going to say something or continue. No, I
1: don't think so. I think that was it.
0: God, I've had that where I'm like, well, how big is this? You know, I know that it exists. And what in is our it life.
1: distracting us from? Like, I'm trying to keep that in mind too. It's like, what, what could it be distracting us from? Um, a because I always.
0: question. Excellent question.
1: I always try to keep that in mind. Um, you know, cause there's. You know, there's layers that we don't know that I don't know. Um, And I think, think, yeah, I think pedophilia is. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I think pedophilia is a big one. I thought we're trying to, that like people are always trying to distract us from. And so that's one that I keep kind of close by and just be like, all right, like, because that that to me is like the thing that I want to not exist on the world the most. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: Oh, yeah. I I find this trans stuff. There's obviously so many onion layers to this or spirals on the tree trunk. I think pedophilia is one that's very closer to the inner ring of what trans is. And for people that, like, don't have all the investigative work I've done or just every day of seeing it, it's really hard to describe. I mean, there are groomers on the internet, uh, you know, Instagram and Twitter. It's so malicious, insidious, Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. he's, you know, this guy's like... Do you feel lonely? Do you feel like you don't like your family? Guess what? I love you. I'm your family. And it's this fucking like 40 year old man. He looks scary. I mean, super red flag, like dear God. And there's this, like one of the first comments is this verified like 12 year old girl's account that the mom runs and comments and is like, ah, we're so thankful for you to like be there for little kids? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. I'm just blown away at how they see this guy as like helping out misunderstood kids, Mm -hmm. like this random guy. He's such Mm -hmm. a, it's so obviously grooming. Mm -hmm. And some of them are like, you can message me personally, I'll Mm -hmm. help you. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. personal email or DM, my DMs are open. Look at that. Break it down what you think it is. It's a fucking yeah. old man messaging like a 9-year-old kid. Yeah. Like abolishing families mm-hmm. and replacing it with a glitter family. Like this mm-hmm. is that's happening. Yeah. I think uh, on a huge large scale. I don't think this trans stuff that's rolled out to me I've, I've seen it um has really uh, the the pedophile red carpet has rolled out during the pandemic mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all these kids are on their phone. uh computers iPads my god it's so easy now there's a there's a fucking horrifying article that uh I think it's called 4W it's like a women's um website where they wrote about this thing called I don't even want to say it it's like it's one of those things where do I even want to say this shit I don't Mm. even want to put it out there there's this website where oh I see because then
1: people can like kids yeah can find it
0: yeah do do I even like God, I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's this chat room where kids are allowed to just not verify their age. And mm. the fuck? Someone did a basic work. Yeah. The article was uh, mind-blowing. I'm going to write this down, 115, to put that link in there. Um, you know, they were trying to act like they were a kid to see, like, what the fuck this was. And yeah. they're like, the, can I show you my pee Like, oh, you know, this shit was immediate. Immediate. Like.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: just one tiny example. Like. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I think about like when I was, you know, in middle school, AIM was around. And so like there was I feel like there was a lot of like awareness about, you know, AIM being used to to, to rooms, Yeah, yeah to, to get access to kids. And now I'm thinking like with transness, like parents would just hand them over. Yes, you know, that's what like I'm
0: saying yes. it's like it's
1: not even like this this like, oh, we need to protect kids from like adults trying to have sex with them. It's just like, oh, here's my kid, you know like please please t- teach them how to be trans. you know it's like yes, it's it's yeah, it's quite disturbing um, and and scary mm-hmm. for sure. yeah, for sure.
0: You no know, teenage kids go into LGBTQ like classes. I mean this is a literal yeah. trans um, story uh this girl and you know she talked about how she was silenced and couldn't speak out because it was males pretending to be women dominating the room yeah and it was extremely grooming predatory you know she had a relationship with one of the men who was a fucking dom like mm-hmm. and it's so normalized like talking yeah. sexual anything mm-hmm. with an adult and you're a teenager yeah, and they, no. and they frame it in a way of like, "This is fine. Like everyone yeah. does it. I'm just, yeah. I'm helping you out. Like, oh, that's my exactly God. yeah.
1: That's that's what grandpas and uncles used to do. You know, like we're gonna play a game. That's it. That's yep. how it happens. You know, it's find, like
0: yeah,
1: it's very obvious. Um, mm-hmm. at least to me and yep. and you and uh, yeah, it's it's quite scary.
0: There was a LGBTQ trending or what's mm-hmm. happening so mm-hmm. like cutie like it spells out cutie which red mm. flag mm-hmm. i was like all right what is this fucker i clicked into it and it was like all these youth being like just thirst trapping but a lot of it was like uh eh, like porn like you yeah. know imagery um mm-hmm. and like it's just like so sexual i'm yeah. like okay i understand you want to be an inib- Not individual even sexual like
1: like i don't even want to use that word to describe it because it's yeah. like, it's it's like d de- it's yes. porn it's not yes. even sexual it's porn because sex is beautiful like sexuality Thank you. Thank is you. great yes. um and and yeah like that's that's not sexual <laughs> that's that's porn That yeah you're um, literally pornographic.
0: yeah advertising yourself as a sex object, object. totally um yeah f- fuck like yeah it was like every five images a lot of it's yeah. like unique looking people like i love colorful hair and makeup clearly Wow, it's disturbing. There's just a really frail-looking boy in like a black slip. They just—it's just so much insecurity of like, uh, fuck, dude. Um, Mm -hmm. I forgot what I was to say about that. Um, I don't remember. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah, I, I I hear you. I remember having this moment. I was. Um. I was caring for a friend's child and like he was a newborn at the time. And I was like taking care of him and um, was like rocking into sleep outside. And this woman came over and like, I was asked him, asked her to sing, sing him a lullaby. And she basically sang a song. I don't remember the words, but like, she mm-hmm. sang a song essentially, like it's all for the children. Like that was the message of the song. Mm-hmm. And I remember in that moment just being like, I just like felt this like huge, knowing and like whoosh kind of feeling and I just started bawling because I was like holding this perfect little child and I was like wow like everything that I've done as a feminist everything like that I've like tried to do as like an activist or 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 just in general as like a, a person and speaking and speaking truth it's like it's all because like I care about this child mm-hmm. and my child, yeah. my like my eventual children like I just had this really extreme knowing mm-hmm. in that moment of like, oh, like I understand I'm actually doing it all for, for like the next generation. And so um, if I keep that in mind, like I'm just like, okay, I, I don't care. I don't care who thinks I'm what, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I care about children being safe and, and, and thriving and being able to feel good in their bodies, because that's yeah. what I feel like a lot of what's happening right now is like, yep. we just don't feel good in our bodies. Our, our bodies are horrific places to be because most of us have been you know, harassed, or raped, or molested, or, or tortured, you know, yeah. um,
0: body so, of course, score.
1: of course, yeah, of course, we don't want to be in our bodies, of course, you know, and so, okay, what do I do with that information, I, I want to raise kids who feel good in their bodies, you know, mm-hmm. I want to raise kids who know what feels bad in their body, and so we can stay away from it, so we don't, yeah, I just, I want my children to know what pleasure feels like and what it feels like to be healthy and loved and, and safe.
0: Yeah. God.
1: Oh, I'm going to cry. Oh yes.
0: Cry. <laughs> You're my first crier. I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how I haven't cried yet. Jeez. Yeah. This is, yeah. all this stuff is so overwhelming and it's, it's stuff that I don't, you know, don't get joy in researching, like knowing that. Yeah. The kids are the most like, innocent they have no idea like of course they're walking targets for disgusting pedophiles by the way don't yeah. post images of your kid online like ever they get off on I, that know. Shit. Like, I know any it's like so any weird. i'm not even talking about like a little toddler in i a totally bikini. i'm I like hear any you. any i hear you um, it's a
1: weird thing like i'm like that child can't consent to being online yet like that's so weird yeah. it's so strange and like so many of those people who do that i'm like
0: like we talk, talk about to consent. think that just we're supposed yeah. to share our lives online yeah. um, and like
1: who knows where it's going like i feel weird about having my face on the internet you know same, it's like i know who knows who's tracking it and like what's oh, being yeah. exploited I, mm-hmm. I find it very strange um like pictures of newborn babies it's, it's i'm like oof
0: god no i will like no, keep no, my no. phone as
1: far away from me when i have a baby hopefully Although, I mean, you know, I say that and then I'm...
0: Gonna like, I, know, I know, it's hard because it's just... Well, because phones and sharing your life online is absolutely normal. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's one of those things that's just really... You know, I'm sure I'll post kids fo- photos of my fucking kids. I'm not perfect. It's yeah. just easy to say that. and But, like, yeah. it's just... I've tried to, like, be like, oh, God, I hate the phone. And I still hate the internet and the phone i think it's been so destructive it's done nothing good and it's only making it worse yay mm-hmm. pessimistic me <laughs> um uh but i'm like at the same time I'm like well it is a part of our lives um you know because i'm like fuck i want to delete my facebook instagram twitter i hate this shit i hate how these conversations and just sh- weird quarrels like oh someone made me an admin and you got taken off oh no someone saw that i was an admin now they're gonna think sh-. it's just like wild mental stuff that never existed until the mm-hmm. internet but mm-hmm. I'm like well I have to like I, I not not that I have to I, I can do what I want but I feel like in my field of work um I have to be on the internet like mm-hmm. putting this on YouTube putting my mm-hmm. podcast out on podcasting I mean mm-hmm. I have to do I mean for my research too a lot of this mm-hmm. is such an internet phenomenon um, culture thing uh it's impossible to escape it sucks mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about the internet for me or, or what I make it mean, you know, I don't know, who knows what's true. No, there's,
0: there's good stuff. I always but, bring out the, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, but I, I, I hear you on that. and and, But I think, like, the ability to gossip, kind of, like, in the mm-hmm. way that I was talking about earlier, like, and to find people who who I can be like, oh, you too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I think at yes. this time in history, like, it feels like that's needed. Um Because like, how do we, how do we name the trauma if, if we're always trying to be told that it's not, you know, it's like, oh, by, by talking to other people. So I don't know, but it is, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. And I've been learning about Chinese medicine recently and and like this, the the spleen and the spleen's role in digestion. And like, Mm. it's just like. It's not only digesting food, it's digesting emotions. It's digesting, you know, like all of this information that we're like taking yes. in in through our eyes and like and it's so overwhelming and total um, body
0: experience, yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, so I think, you know, our chi like is really affected by
0: mm-hmm.
1: by like the internet and and all of the information. So it's it is it can be really, really dangerous. Um yes. and unhealthy for our bodies.
0: Mm-hmm by the way the the body keeps the score is an actual book title and it's yeah phenomenal i'm like man yeah. there are a couple of books people should just read even if you're like oh i'm fine i'm like mm, are you really there's a lot of stuff that <laughs> yeah. if you hear i mean god they break it down uh, you know stuff yeah. that can be very uh... Bandico- oh i can't Bessel remember Bandico- it's Bandico- a blue cover with like a yeah i've read body. it I,
1: it's what I think I read it, like, when I was, like, 23 or something, and that's why I, like, went back to therapy. I was like, oh.
0: (laughs) Right? See? Exactly. Yeah. gotta go. (laughs) Straight up. It was a
1: hard book to read, yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck, I should really listen to it again because I bought the audiobook. It's so good. (sighs) I feel like I talk too much. I had an annoying day, so I apologize if I was just ranting. Oh, you're all good. I know you went to the DMV, right? Yes, it was terrible. I'm like, why is that such a difficult thing to even get through I feel like I'm like there I get there and they're like where's your confirmation or what's you know show me your that you have this appointment I'm like but I didn't get an email like mm. I, like why why it's not a streamlined process whatsoever I'm not even gonna get into it I'm probably just gonna get all pissed off again reliving it um but I'm like I think that's on purpose some of it seems so purposeful like because there's no excuse why I wouldn't have gotten yeah. an email unless it went to my spam thing I don't think so though but it's just so much of the process of like getting driver's license renewed or whatever It's oh, yeah. so dumb. I filled out all the paperwork beforehand online and then I get there and I have to fill it out again and I'm like what? And even the lady like controlling the line is like super annoyed and like
1: mm-hmm. her
0: energy I was like all right do not let's don't let it affect you. You know the DMV is going to suck. But it still got to me. I was like fuck. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't yeah. oh, my god
1: yeah i think going going out in public right now is like really difficult <laughs> it's like yeah. so draining i'm just like oh my god there's like stuff flying everywhere and then like energy yep. wine everywhere i'm like i get home and i'm like oh my god i need, need a fucking nap you know exactly it's like Wild. i, know. Right now. I need oh to get god. out of
0: out of the city yeah mm-hmm. oof i know I, I can't wait to move out of here dear god i'm just mm-hmm. ready for a change mm-hmm. well did we cover everything i mean i could talk forever i always say that <gasps> is that a cat was that a cat? I, I don't have did a cat. You, <laughs> oh, did you, you heard that too? Though you looked yeah, at something.
1: I it might be a kid outside. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, okay. This can sound like animals. It's true.
1: Yeah, I mean there are cats outside too, but I don't think that was it.
0: Yeah. So well, that was weird. Yeah. I feel like I forgot to ask you some stuff. Ugh, I'm like, don't go. Um, well, you didn't talk about your um. Well, not that you have to, but I'm just intrigued by it. I think the audience would like it about your uh. Do you call it midwifery, Do you, that doula? What's mm-hmm. the difference? Well, good question. I don't even know how to, like, <laughs> define
1: the two. I mean, it, because traditional midwife, like, midwifery as it stands now, or, like, how most people know that, like, isn't traditional midwifery. Um,
0: what is midwifery?
1: Being present at birth and death, you know, like... Mm. Being, being a keeper of, of death and life. But to me, that's oh. a midway. Um, mm-hmm. And a wise woman healer. Yeah. yeah. I think every woman has the potential to, to be that. Um,
0: yeah,
1: Not and outside of licensure and, and all of that. But I guess what I
0: mean by open. asking asking about it is like, what does it look like? Like you stand beside them and give them stuff that they need. And is this in a hospital setting or only, you know, at-home births or Mm -hmm. whatnot?
1: Well, I'm, I'm not a midwife. Um, I haven't attended many births, um, but I, um, a postpartum Mm. care provider, Mm -hmm. you could say postpartum doula. Mm -hmm. Um, so after a woman gives birth in traditional cultures around the world, um, there's like a, 21 to 40 day period of like laying in of, like not bed rest but like you know being slow and, and healing mm-hmm. from yep. pushing growing a human pushing a human out and then you're you know there's there's an exo gestation period of um after birth humans you know human babies are born out of all the mammals they are the least uh developed so not only mm-hmm. is a baby like in gestation you know after they're born, they're also gestating outside mm-hmm. of the body of a woman. Um, so women need care after they give birth. Um, it's not something for just privileged women. It's not something mm-hmm. like some women need and some women don't. It's it's an imperative for all women um, if they want to, you know, have health moving forward in their life. Um, yeah in chinese medicine it's called uh, the golden. i think it's like the golden opportunity i would have to double mm. check but um, um postpartum period it's like it's an opportunity to either be very depleted or or actually regain your health in a, in a mm-hmm. period where there's actually um an opportunity for for immense healing wow. Wow. um in the body so um yeah, I sit with women in that, in that period. Um, and again, similarly like nourish care for and tend to the initiation that motherhood is because it's huge initiation. Wow. It's, it's a huge spiritual development for any human being to become a parent, especially a mother. Um, and Rochelle Garcia Saliga, who is the creator of innate traditions who I studied with is an amazing midwife. Um, and um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> She's just amazing. I love her. Um, yeah. But there's not a lot of postpartum trainings out there um, yeah, I
0: would imagine. this
1: time. And it's, um, it's a very misunderstood time. Um, many women I've talked to, most women I've talked to who have had kids. Um, who are maybe adults now have been like, I didn't have that. I didn't have, it's like, no, no, no. Like you're talking about postpartum depression. Maybe, maybe you didn't Mm -hmm. experience that. Um, but you are postpartum, you know, once you have birth, once you carry life, even if it's ended in a miscarriage or an abortion, you're postpartum, which was kind of a shocking thing for me to, to, to learn. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really, or, or like many times, I've heard a woman say, "Like, oh well, I was back at work the next two days." It's like, the fuck, whew. yeah. I mean, talk imagine. about patriarchy. It's, it's that's not the design. That's not the design for mothers oh, no. at all. Oh god,
0: so. what is it? Sweden? They give uh, new mothers like a freaking package of like clothing, diapers, like huge package of stuff. And I believe the men um, have uh, what's it called? I can't think of the paid time not what is it called uh damn it paternal leave yeah like men have that too or Mm -hmm. I can't remember how it's done but Mm -hmm. man I'm like what why why do these societies do something at least something like that Mm -hmm. um and then I think I'm guessing it was America you just mentioned go back to work two days I can't even what yeah how is that legal like what the what the fuck the fact that even exists the fact that anyone okayed that the fact Mm -hmm. that that woman whoever okay to whether it's the job company you know, the company or the woman being like, I'm fine.
1: Like mm-hmm. something
0: went severely wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's really, really sad. And we've come really far from, from that knowing,
0: um, normalizing, yeah. like, just, you know, removing yourself from being with your child like, mm-hmm. that soon, like that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. Like thinking yeah. that that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. sad.
1: Yeah. Oh, One God. for, I mean, like I, 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 I imagine for some women it's imperative to, mm-hmm. to like pay for things right. um but uh it has it has effects regardless of if it's imperative or or, mm-hmm. or needed or necessary in certain situations it has effects on baby it has effects on on mom for sure
0: reason for number sure. one of the reasons why surrogacy is terrible god because yeah. when i you know became a feminist i'm like whoa well, there's a lot of talk about you know obviously anti-porn and then you know, abolishing or getting stopping surrogacy. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm,
2: but, mm-hmm. but why?
0: Not that mm-hmm. I was ever like pro surrogacy, but I'm like, oh, yeah. that's some like people can't have kids or uh, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or some people don't want to wreck their bodies. How vain is that shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it took was one damn video of this woman's surrogacy nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Some like Indian guy in actually California. Yeah. Well, like she has multiple. Her whole story, I should link that too. Um, I'm writing a tag, up for good. Like, one example of a gay couple, you know, we're basically just using her like she's a fucking machine. Like, we mm-hmm. want her, we want the baby coming on this day. And um, I don't know. Like, I'm sure they wanted the preference. I don't know. Just saying that you want it to be on this day. Like, what? How mm-hmm. ridiculous. And, you know, the woman is just a machine. There's no, there's no, there's no mother anymore. It's just a mm-hmm. fact like, and how dangerous it is for women to go through multiple pregnancies and like removing a baby from the 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 person who birthed it like mm-hmm. ASAP is yeah what? That's yeah. gonna fuck you up like crazy. Even if you think yeah. that like you're, especially if it's your first time, I wonder how many first time surrogacy uh, women there are and then like never again. I think probably like porn.
1: I, I feel like I I heard I could be wrong, but I heard like you have to have a child or something. Like like they what? have rules where like you what? have to have had a child, mm. so like they think that maybe that'll make it like easier on you emotionally. I because think, which is like yeah. yeah. Well, you understand, and like you have a child to go back to. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, I don't know. It, it From seems... what I've heard,
0: it don't work that way. Like it's still oh, a really? part of you. Well, no, no, no. What you're saying, like it, it, that, sounds like. Uh obviously
1: oh, no, no, no. It's, like yeah, yeah there's, there's an innate yeah there's an innate like cellular knowing that your baby that is yours is not with you and that baby has a cellular knowing of that yes too. it's not it's not and I I mean yep. I think about my own birth and like I came from my mother you know like I was she kept me you know like all of these mm-hmm. things and still there's birth trauma that I'm unraveling you know mm-hmm. what I mean from a, a fairly you know normal normal birth i could not imagine if i was taken away from my mother what that would do to my life you
0: know well this that was just one part of that woman's story it was basically the fbi showed up at her door and was like do you have any connection to this guy who's you know uh they're looking for him i guess basically this woman got paid in gold bars it was it was a baby to be sold to, to be trafficked Oof. um yeah and um I don't even know. The guy got locked up. It was, it was insane. I was like, oh, the fact that that exists, like, there's no, uh, you know, if the society is built on men protecting men, then do you really think men are going to be, like, held accountable and put behind bars or whatever and be not protected to... Mm -hmm. uh, Hire paying a woman to birth a baby to be born into sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. God, I can't imagine how rampant that is. I was like, oh, I was like, I just, I didn't even, my mind never even went there. Mm -hmm. You just, you don't know, you don't know the true evils of the earth until it happens to you, number one, or until you just, you know, research it and Mm -hmm. discover it. And it's like, what? And you can't see life any other way after that. You know, you can't close that door. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm not saying... it just it god i was like what there's nothing good out of it it's just such a it's such a lie like yeah the the treatment of the women sounds horrendous yeah like it's not nice just people just i think kind of forget to, uh, to remember like how the world works like do you why would you think a woman would be mentally okay with that afterwards where do you even where do you even hear the um women's stories afterwards that's not publicized no, they only no. they only show the happy couple with the new bought baby mm-hmm. like yay look at how nice this is mm-hmm.
1: or those very few surrogates, like surrogate mothers who like think that they've had a good experience it's like it's it's all advertising you know it's all propaganda mm-hmm. yes
0: 100 percent. Sure. people lying to themselves about what it is really yeah Ooh. yeah well i think i covered a lot of enough of <laughs> enough uh disturbing topics but that's what i'm here for and yeah that's what i want to have people on for the this is exact reason of discussing fucked up shit and just the truth of the world so mm-hmm. thank, you. thank you so much for coming on uh d- name drop any social media or website or anything you want right now mm-hmm. if you want
1: well i'm on instagram at serving her s-e-r-b-i-n-g her what a great um, name, is great
0: that you got that. Yeah,
1: it, it definitely has to do with women um, in the human form and then also like goddesses and, and goddess culture. Um, I feel in service to goddess. Um, some people call God, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely, I feel that that's what I'm in service to um, above all else. Mm-hmm. And I can be reached at my email. I don't have a website, but my email is jess, J-E-S-S, Bryn, B R Y N X at gmail.com. So, if you want to set up a, an herbal consultation, I can do that virtually. Um, or if you need any postpartum support um, or or also support healing from rape, too. I, I help women through that as well. Oh, wow. wow.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for doing what you do. Your presence and everything that I've seen you do even talk about is so important. We need more of you. It's. Yeah. I want to do like a bow. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes. No, it's yeah. Well, thank you.
1: And, and thank you for the podcast and the space for women to, to chat and talk and be heard and creating that for women is really important. So thank you too.
0: Yeah. My pleasure. Well, until next time people. All right. You- of me doing what I do. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to put it all behind a paywall, but I am going to split it up in certain ways. um, yeah, I just like being transparent and talk to you guys about my life and how I even navigate through Patreon and doing all this to begin with. Um, because yeah, this is a lot of work. And, um, you know, for example, I just sold a shirt that I uploaded my, you know, art on from Redbubble, and the shirt sold for, I don't know how much they bought it for, like $27 or something. I only made $3.50 off that. Like I am not rolling in any sort of money. I thank all the Patreon supporters that I do have. Um, but you know, this is what I do. I can't make a living off of my husband is amazing and does help provide obviously. But, uh, anywho, um, I do also want to say that the, uh, women, women pick a DC thing. The only affiliation I have with that is I was a videographer and photographer. It was all a volunteer basis thing. Um, yeah, I, I do want to say that. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else? Where am I? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do want to kind of get back into me talking and ranting before or after these podcast episodes because I know that some of you guys missed that and it's nice to just use it as like a venting tool sometimes, to be honest. Um, And yeah, I wouldn't mind implementing uh, my research back into this Um, because I think it really is valuable to listen to someone else and their research and what they've discovered because there are so many angles to all this transgender shit. Um, I've been putting out some more tidbits on my Instagram stories and, um, not my Instagram yet, but the stories of me just talking and rambling. I should really put those in the podcast. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are hanging in there. Uh, thank you for listening so much. Don't forget to uh, support my work by becoming a patron, Patreon. Um, you know, it's the easiest, best way to support what I do. You know, if you got something out of this, if you learn something, you can give back by uh, either becoming a Patreon supporter or donating directly through PayPal, which is on my website, Lindsay Plato- <laughs> Wow, Um, It's underneath the Distorted Lens Podcast link on the top right. You can scroll down to the bottom and it says, yeah, you know, support on Patreon or PayPal. Um, I would really greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah. I'm so bad at marketing myself, you know, finding a way to, um, yeah, I'm not in, I'm not in this shit for the money though. That's the thing. But I do also, you know, wouldn't mind finding a way to make some sort of money. Anyway, who gives a shit about the money? I'm just doing this because I need to speak the truth and I am speaking the truth. So yeah, hang in there guys and gals. Um, just keep, yeah, keep speaking the truth. Um, don't use this language destruction thing. We all know what women is. We all know what man is. Uh, There's no trans woman or trans man. Don't do that. Don't speak that language. It's deliberate to trip you up. And also this practicing pronoun crap is also very deliberate to trip you up. It's very purposeful to destroy language. Anyway, hang in there, y'all. I'll catch you on the flip side. Until then, namaste.
2: disrespectful talking about i'm gonna die alone and all of this shit Nigga, i'm married i mean i got a whole husband i got four other children nothing about my son's mental illness whatsoever everything about me i'm the bad parent because they can't force me to believe that my son is a woman so i'm gonna tell you this fuck dr phil fuck his motherfucking wife fuck goddamn paramount studios Fuck all you other crazy, dumbass son of a bitches that think a dick can somehow magically turn into a pussy. It's not motherfucking happening. That's the bottom line. I held it down. It was some ghetto ratchet shit. But I don't give a fuck because I'm standing on mine. At the end of the day, my son is a man. And the rest of y'all need to stand on your shit too. I don't give a fuck what label these people have by their name. Common sense is we know damn well a man cannot be a woman okay? If you were supposed to be a woman, you wouldn't have to go and have surgery to get titties put on your breast. You would already be born with them. If you was a woman, you wouldn't be born with a dick. You wouldn't have to go get your dick cut off. Now, I'm going to stick to common sense, okay?